What's up? No, uh, hello everyone and welcome to Failure with me, Kenya Alon, recorded here at the Lincoln Lodge. Losers today, because that's what I'm calling you now. Losers today, we've got, <laughs> we've got, um, Jackson, Jax. Yeah, Jax, Jackson. Masada. Yeah. Uh, I, I was like, it was like so much confusion. I was like really coming in. Like, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Fuck yeah, let's go. Hey, first 10 seconds, cut the episode. Um, <laughs> No. Fuck you, uh, losers. See you later. <laughs> no, Jackson, model, tattooer, tattoo artist, um, nightlife curator. Yeah. Just yeah. just a, a very fashionable lady. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Truly. You. I went it to go, girl, I went to go grab say. you from outside, and it was just like, literally, everyone else looks like a piece of shit <laughs> on the street. And then it's just Jack. She's like Thanks. smoking a cigarette, like headphones in. I'm like, hey, lady, hey. <laughs> I was like, hey, let me I go walk over. Vibe. I was in my vibe. <laughs> Well, I've got my jeans. I've got these jeans on that like did not fit me all summer. Now they kind of do, but they're doing that thing where they're just like pushing all the oh, bits. Like yeah, yeah, everything's yeah, yeah, yeah. pushed yeah, up. Yeah, it's like the world's lowest push-up bra. Yes, yeah, totally. exactly. <laughs> so now I'm just I've got like two, four sets of tits. <laughs> that's <laughs> two that's sets, awesome. actually. Boop and boop. That's um, great for the dating game. That's no, great. yeah, you put that yeah, on the Tinder yeah. profile. Anything you can sort of like mush four together. Boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Winner. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone's looking to just like drag their genitals along my belly, <laughs> let me know. And that's love. Uh, yeah. And that's, and that's love. love. That's, and love. that's love. Uh, but no, Jackson, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. For sure. No, totally. Uh, I'm excited to have you. Yeah. We've been through some times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've, <it's> been... <laughs> we've been through highs and lows. And lows. Lots of mids. And nothing too. we can legally get into. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's for the OnlyFans. That's the OnlyFans oh podcast. Yeah, if you want exactly. the real tea. Yeah. You got to pay $10. You've got to really, The OnlyFans is, though, me dragging my genitals on <laughs> Kenya's <laughs> stomach. Um, so if you want, come get into it. No, yes. But no, I'm excited to have you on today just because I feel like, well, I feel like one thing, failure, okay, the failure podcast is a lot of things, mostly nonsense, but um, but no, I feel like it's always interesting <laughs> to get into, well, one, just we've kind of, I quickly touched on where you're at currently, mm -hmm. but just like the lives we've all led mm -hmm. that then get us to the point where we are now. And I feel like you in particular, I've just been like, wait, what happened? Um, and so I feel like, <laughs> you know, lots of people say that they're like, you're a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I am a lot. That's real as fuck. Yeah. Well, I feel like you've just done, I mean, you're doing a lot of things right now, but I mean, you also, I don't even know how I'm trying to finesse this. I mean, you were literally in the circus at one point. Yeah. Like you literally were a circus performer. Was. <laughs> um, as a child? As a child. So I started doing, I started doing circus when I was like, Oh God, I want to say like five, almost mm. five. Mm. So very young. Um, my parent, I had a lot of, uh, what's it called? You know, uh, undirected energy as a child <laughs> and also a deep, deep, deep distalent for any kind of conventional sport because 
I mean, people that are listening can hear it and people that are watching can see it, but I'm very gay. So it's, you know, <laughs> like I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not great at the, I'm not like one of those lesbians, not like a soccer player lesbian. Right. Um, so I had all this energy and my parents were like, girl, we gotta do fucking something with this because you're mm -hmm. driving us crazy. Mm -hmm. And so my mom found this circus program and I started doing it and I like got so into it because I'd also been doing like a little bit of like competitive figure skating, a little bit of competitive gymnastics. What? It's like super rant, like as a small Wait, child. Wait, you just said you were not athletic and you were doing figure skating and what else? And, and I was, I guess I mean to say I wasn't athletic in like the, I play baseball, I play soft, I don't like not in the- You were the, playing basketball. I wasn't you weren't playing, hooping. I wasn't, I wasn't hooping, I wasn't hooping, <laughs> I wasn't hooping, especially because well, I didn't the hit- The other part too is you're tall. <laughs> yeah, okay, this is we're the funny tall, thing. What? I did not hit five feet until I was a sophomore in high school. Oh, Oh really? Yeah, I was short. I was really? I was I was a pocket puppy. So then you just shot I just up? shot up. It fucked my body up for I sure. I imagine. No, yeah, that um, shit hurt. It hurt. It, it hurts hurt. really. Bad. I like grew like 8 inches in like 3 years. Like it was oh like my God. I I grew a lot randomly. Yeah. And like my mom is 5'5", five, five, my dad is 5'8". Like so I where come from it came from no one knows. God? I don't know. Like I don't know. <laughs> God said, throw that girl a bow. Make her tall, please. God was uh, like, give her legs. Yes. <laughs> legs, yes, bitch. God's up there sitting on the like throne or whatever with the clouds. He's like, yeah, work, bitch. Get with the long legs. <laughs> but like, but oh, if, in time. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Let um, her see the, feel the pain of being tiny. Right, right, right. Like humble being her first. Right. Yeah. Make sure yeah. she fucking knows yeah. what's up right, and then right. you can give her a little bit. But she's not going to appreciate them. No. She needs needs no. to be, what's the word? I can't think of it. Uh, it's like a grind. Gradual build yeah, or no, like a, hold it back. Hold or, it, or, yeah, you need to be disrespected. And you just yeah. <laughs> before you can feel, before you can feel the glory of right, like fucking of, like of stems. Which is like this is we're getting so off topic, but I mean whatever. Uh, that's what it it, is. it's it's about failure. So I'm like yeah. anything is kind of on topic yeah. in regard yeah. to my life. But I've been all summer. I went through like a couple of big breakups back in April, and then all summer. And my exes were kind of tall. And all summer, I just been really macking on shorties. Short really? king summer. Yeah. Oh, my really? God. I've been having this weird short trans mask moment. Not trying to say the trans masks are weird. We love them. We love, love, no, love. No, but like that's but what you've just, been I've just been on. focusing on trans mask short people. And I recently went on a date with this girl who is like my height. Uh -huh. And I like completely forgot about how amazing it is to hit a sexy little dance with someone no, where I'm like, yeah, I don't have no. to be hitting this Pilates squat in order right. to grind my ass no, into your coochie. Look, right. Actually be able to look the person in the eye. Like Cute. that's truly all I want is just like, an, I want a woman who's like 6'2". <laughs> Boom. Any very tall ladies out there? <laughs> any tall ladies trying I to drag the their one. genitals you know I mean? on? <laughs> Kenya, I'm not letting it go. Please, please, just let one of us go. Oh my god. Oh um, uh, yeah, I'm, clearly, I'm just like I'm running on green tea and fucking nothing else, and just and just me too. pent up fucking sexual energy. That's but no, I mean. No, but I feel okay. I will say this about the whole short king vibe. The short, okay, short kings love, like, okay, the love, just the admiration, just like, just the intense, just the, the, the way they want to just loop their arm around your waist. You know what I mean? Oh and just then God. rest their head on your hip. Like, they just. <laughs> Like they, it's just like, it's like, it's just so funny seeing like, 
like how Napoleon complexes like come out in different kinds of people because you would think it's very much like this sort of like cis het like just like mm-hmm. you know like short I'm a short guy you know but no it comes out in no. all I mean hell look at Lori Lightfoot I mean <laughs> hell we dealt with four years of that you know, with four oh. years of bad suits and you know what I mean she's like oh, it's just constantly her trying to hit big and tall and it was just like stop like, stop right take the but, five foot ass right. to the big but you later. know her giant wife who and I don't mean and I mean that in like her wife is very tall I don't mean it in any other sort of like she's very tall she's a tall lady she's a tall lady right but you know that like Laura's just like <laughs> fucking like you could, that's, that's my bitch that's you know my bitch <laughs> yeah and then she hits the big spoon you right know? exactly <laughs> And she's like this big. It's right. like big spooning a stuffed animal. Yeah, she refuses to be a little yeah. spoon. Yeah, she no, refuses, absolutely. absolutely. And that's and that's reflected in her policy. No, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. we could do with a lot more mayors that want to be like little, little spoons. Spoon. <laughs> yeah. I you feel like Brandon Johnson is a little spoon or a big spoon. Hmm. He won't tell you that he's a little spoon, but he likes it. Yeah, I feel like he does like I feel like he likes it. He likes just like you a know little, he goes a little home. like palm on the ass. Especially with all the shit sleeps. that's going on right now, you know he's going home and it's just like his wife's just like you know, <laughs> I, got I got you. I got you. I got you. Like, okay, it was a really hard day. But no, I feel like okay, but going I do feel like I feel like I struggle with the the height thing is it's so hard. And it's I make hard. jokes about it all the time that I'm like fucking short people and I'm really in all actuality well no i am but i'm just like not as like proud of it as i pretend to be <laughs> but no it <laughs> that sounds bad that sounds bad hey if you're under five if you're under five six i love you okay, okay? so i got into trouble about this recently i was talking about someone that i'm seeing and i was talking about or someone that i was seeing and talking about how tall they were and they're like how tall are they and i was like five, they're like short they're like five six and someone got all uh, one of my tattoo clients got really upset was like mm-hmm. i mean not really they were just like five six is not short and i was like okay shorties i'm just gonna say it out here when we're talking we're talking relatively i am six feet tall right so it's like that's six inches shorter than me that means that when we're dancing together i'm rubbing my pussy on your tits so it's like (laughs) like that that like that's that's not sexy it's right. just weird at this right. point you know no yeah it's giving like middle school dance right right you know exactly I mean? like you have it's giving you haven't hit the growth spurt yet right like that's exactly. what it feels like it, that's what it feels like but there's something about getting fucked by a short king that i'm like whoa well I, you are very um down to earth and i mean that both no, the in the way of gravity of, is there. yeah it's low the gravity it's, is there it's low and i'm like i think maybe you're better at eating pussy because you're looking at mine pretty much right, all the just, fucking time you've been, you've been um, <laughs> that's your eye level taking notes you know yeah, yeah right it's just, no, you're, yeah. You're, not, you're like talking to me and you're like uh-huh <laughs> like just staring at my clit you know <laughs> so it's like maybe no, that's why yeah. y'all fuck so good i don't know not to say that tall girls can't fuck because <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're like, look at me, <laughs> look at me, right? Right. No, um, yes. Which, but no. Which is, oh, I was say? just, I was just gonna tell a little. <laughs> I said this crazy thing to this girl that I was sleeping with for a minute, and I, for reference, I had bottom surgery in Thailand in what was it, November? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's beautiful. I love my pussy. Blah 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 blah. It's amazing. Um, and to confirm for anyone out there with a vagina, vaginal orgasms are superior. Just as a girl that actually can tell you, is that's how it is. But this girl was eating me out, and I like 
came and the first thing that came out of my mouth right after, like right after I came was, I bet that's the most expensive meal you've ever eaten, which is an insane thing to say to a person on a first night, like the first night that you've been together. That's insane. And they did also didn't know that I was trans. So then they got real, like it was not funny or cute or sly. It was just like, what are you, talking, what are you about? talking about? And then You're I had like, to Oh, wow. Run. Now we got a whole 30-minute conversation. <laughs> now, we have to, now we have to fucking talk about it. <laughs> Fuck. This was just supposed to be a no. funny joke, and now yeah. I fucked it up. Oh, well. No. But, I mean, we, I mean, we fucked again, so it's, like, clearly... <laughs> right. This was all good. It was all, it was it all, all worked good. out. Everything's good. Everything's fine. Um, no, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I've only, I mean, I've only ever had... You know, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's kind of... Honestly, having, like having sex with a vagina when you haven't had one for like most of your life mm-hmm. it's very surprising how quickly you forget what it's like to have sex without a vagina mm-hmm. but every once in a while I remember and I'm like oh winner <laughs> winner <laughs> winner too bad it costs you literally an arm and a leg right um, <laughs> experience the ultimate experience the ultimate experience the ultimate experience yeah. somebody told me what recently they were like you're so trans that you're cis and I was like that's <laughs> That's both accurate and insane. That is the most like of this times thing. You like that's like it's like it's a full yeah it's, it's a full, full circle. It's like it's it's just, all it's fully canceled. Everything's just fully canceled itself out. Everything's a spectrum. These no, days. yeah, twenty twenty. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we were in that randomness culture for a moment, early two thousands, mid two thousands. I feel like now we're in spectrum culture. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's a spectrum. Everything's a spectrum. And as someone who's lived in a lot of different spectrums. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, it's getting old. Yeah, okay. It's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> let's just be where right, right. Just be whoever you be, whatever you want to be, be whoever you are. I truly do not care. Like, yeah. like just do it. It's just not my do business. it. But yeah, I know. But it's like, yeah, this like gradient thing. I'm like, it's cool. <laughs> we love it. We love cool, to say totally. it. And I was like, cancel me, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no. Okay. But go. Okay. We've we did fully get off to, off topic and i feel like this is gonna be the raunchiest episode yet awesome. um yeah awesome. right well like, i mean you know me so i'm like right <laughs> i'm talking about um, my pussy or something every right, like I know. four seconds and i'm literally gonna be googling like how can you say pussy on instagram <laughs> um <laughs> i mean i do right so. um but no going okay so but going back to circus going back to being a circus performer going, right going yeah. back to well one you competing well one compet somewhat competitive figure skater but then that leading into circus performance what were you doing well, Okay, so what caught what got your attention? So I <laughs> I was into figure skating because truly I had which I couldn't tell at the time because I was three, mm-hmm. but I had this like massive crush on Christy Yamaguchi. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Like massive. I thought it was just really into it. Mm-hmm. I thought I was like really into figure skating. I thought mm-hmm. I was really into her career. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I stepped away from figure skating, I was like, oh no, I think six year old me was just trying to fuck, you know, right, just really or whatever. Was just down. really was super down. Yeah. So that's why I started figure skating because I, and I, re- I don't know, I really, fu- I really fuck with Christy Yamaguchi. And then I got <laughs> for a brief moment, like my mom told me about Tanya Harding. This was like post actually me being a figure skater, but then yeah. I got super into Tanya, Tanya Harding, Harding and yeah. like was like that so I was like thing. that she's iconic, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's no, totally. that's real as fuck. I Tanya. Uh, I Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> Miss <laughs> Margot Robbie shows rage. Right, exactly. Shows yeah, rage. yeah. Um, but anyways, I was a I was a figure skater. I really liked figure skating because I was really into these. I think athletic kind of things that depended a lot on grace mm-hmm. and finesse and mm-hmm. like 
kind of a beautiful performance, which mm-hmm. I didn't really see in like basketball or football. No, or, like, yeah, I played you know? tennis. I like I played tennis my whole life, and so I feel like yeah, yes, the whole like sort of it's, contact sport thing wasn't really y- my vibe. Yeah, but yeah, tennis is like well, graceful one, as. Fuck. Graceful and the outfits are, I mean, top tier, yes, exactly. Top it's actually kind tier. of annoying me how much tennis attire has like worked its way into fashion as of late. Yeah, it's like Princess Diana meets just like tennis girly, yeah. and it's just like okay, totally. But like, have you picked up? Can you pick up a racket? You know what right. I mean? Like, can, right. you, can right. you serve? Like, can you actually serve? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, didn't even think about yeah. it that way. Can guess, you serve though? Mm-hmm. I was right. wearing I, t- I'm a, I'm a big proponent of the tennis skirt. I think like the tennis skirt is everything, especially mm-hmm. with the little built-in shorts. Because mm-hmm. as a girl, that's kind of always having to cross my legs because my shorts really skirt and my like little cheetah print thong mm-hmm. from H and M is not necessarily everybody's business. <laughs> um, I'm always sitting cross legs. So the little skirt moment is life changing mm-hmm. until you are a girl that only really wears skirts without fucking shorts underneath them. And so you're used to being drunk at the function, pulling down your panties, keeping the skirt up, and just peeing. But you get you mean to the convenience. The convenience. You're the used con- to the conven- I'm used to the yeah. convenience. No, well, right. That's the other part. Well, it's like the the any sort of like dress situation that's got the built in. It's like one minute it seems nice. Yeah. But then like you got a bad you got a bout of diarrhea. You're fucked. <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> you're fucked. And it what it ends up culminating is right. like you pee yourself a little you bit at the be hideout risky. because you accidentally right. like forgot to fully take off right. the sh- the whole thing. Right. Or you're like trying to finagle some sort of situation. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. But okay. But okay. So but I'm trying. To get into the circus stuff. Let's, Wait, get, let's, get, let's get, no, get into the circus stuff. Because yeah, what were you doing? So, so I, I was, I had all this energy to get back to the point. I had mm-hmm. all this energy, not knowing really what to do with it. And so my parents put me in this program, and I immediately kind of felt, found this like perfect. And this is like a, th- a trend in my life of mm-hmm. finding the perfect combination between two things. Mm-hmm. Um, of being like, I wasn't necessarily invested in dance. I didn't necessarily want to be a dancer. Yeah. Um, I loved watching ballet. My cousin was a ballerina, and so I was going to see her shows all mm-hmm. of the time. Um, and I was like really into it, but I wasn't really trying to do it. Mm. Um, and I was also like really into like gymnastics and like seeing the intensity of gymnastics. But mm-hmm. I was like, there felt like this weird disconnect. And then I found circus, which is like this kind of culmination between like inaudible or nonverbal storytelling with both dance aspects and gymnastic aspects and kind of like community aspects. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of this like perfect com- culmination of everything. And obviously I was like five, so I wasn't really thinking about it like that. I was like, this is fucking fun as fuck. I love right, walking on a yeah. tight wire, you know? But um, I think over time it just kind of became this thing that I was like, oh, this is a really beautiful form of physical expression that allows me to get out this like physical energy that I have within myself, but mm-hmm. also allows me to like create this kind of storytelling mm-hmm. you know or like emotional communication there's more theater yeah, yeah there's, there's more so theater like, yeah, to it exactly than, mm-hmm. and on top of that i think the <laughs> biggest thing with sports growing up as a trans person is like there's not room for i mean it's with time between, you know yeah. like we're making strides and creating more room mm-hmm. for gender queer people and for trans people mm-hmm. but like gymnastics is so gendered mm-hmm. and figure skating less so but it's also very gendered mm-hmm. basketball is gendered you know football baseball all these like major sports are gendered circus mm-hmm. is this kind of one place where it's like that doesn't exist yeah like there's just this freedom to just not feel like your gender is in any way or has to in any way be a part of your practice like you yeah. can choose to exercise that mm-hmm. if that's your beat but like if you're not really invested in a gender dynamic in that way it's Mm -hmm. a great outlet for kind of like Mm -hmm. physical expression and I think that 
just felt stronger and stronger and stronger as I got older and felt yeah. like more into my, you know, gender identity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, my spectrum. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but um, then it like kind of quickly, like it started off as just this thing that I was doing and then mm-hmm. it quickly became like the thing that I did. Like mm-hmm. I used to train in high school. I would go, I would like, sometimes go to training before school every day like six days a week i would go to training after school so Mm -hmm. i didn't ever do anything in like i I wasn't part of any clubs or anything in high school because i was like going directly from school to training and Mm -hmm. then home to do homework and then you know like a line of blow and then going out you know but um (laughs) anywho i it it just became this really big thing in my life and kind Mm -hmm. of just like fully up until i went to college um and honestly a little bit after i went to college like i think by the time i was like 20 was when i like retired i Mm -hmm. guess for a lot of reasons but Mm -hmm. um i think it was just it was like the biggest thing in my life for a really 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 long time Mm -hmm. and it's kind of crazy to think about it now because it's not the biggest part of my life i teach here and there and i like i'm still like very present or not very present but like you know semi-present within the community of Mm -hmm. people and i have a lot of friends that i've made through circus but i'm not it's not something that i'm like actively doing anymore um what were the thing? What were your were there specific focuses yes. that you had? So I was a aerial acrobat, mostly mm-hmm. doing fabric. So mm-hmm. the like silk that hangs down from yeah. the ceiling. I was doing that. Um, that primarily, that primarily with. Um, I was also working doing contortion. I was like doing a lot of contortion oh, and like really? like little hand balancing things. Yeah, when OMG. I was like yeah, yeah, I was putting my ass on my head. Oh um, my god! Like a long time ago. Um, oh my god! Feels, like I'm like thinking about it. And I was like, well, literally a. M- m- billion feels like a billion years ago Mm -hmm. um and then the biggest thing that i was doing was this big white wheel i don't know if people have seen it before but it's this big hollow white wheel has two rims and there are bars and handles connecting the two rims together and boards Mm -hmm. and you like you can rotate around in it so Mm -hmm. there's like there's the mono wheel that everyone is like very popular right now um someone i know actually was like last year maybe like two years ago in a chase bank commercial doing it's called sear wheel or mono wheel Mm -hmm. and they were just like spinning around i was like that's fucking crazy i didn't realize that that was like part of the zeitgeist you know, right, yeah. <laughs> um, I but thought this was something they would request. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, also, see you doing what's that? The, right. What's the like crossover there? Like, mm-hmm. you saw this person doing circus, and you're like, hey, hey, have you thought about the sapphire preferred right, card? Right, exactly. It's like, bitch, right, what? Like, right. that, that, I'm right. not. Making, I know. What was the rate? Well, also, what did you get paid? Yeah, that's what. I, <laughs> right. That's what I want to know. What did you get paid? Right. What did you get like, paid? Maybe I will get back into it. Yeah, <laughs> anything for the dollar, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like bag is number one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> bag eats first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it's this big wheel, this big white wheel. It's like mm-hmm. maybe like 150 pounds or whatever. It's like metal, stainless steel. And you roll around inside of it. You can roll around in it on both rims. You can also rotate it so it's kind of operating in like a coin-like um, mm-hmm. fashion. And then there's like another facet of it where you like push it, you run after it, and you jump on top and then flip off of it. Yeah. So those are kind of like the three. They're called straight line is when the wheel is rolling on both rims. Spiral is when it's rolling on like doing the coin thing. Mm-hmm. And then vault is like when you're pushing it and running after it and flipping. flipping Um, So I started doing it as just a practice, not as a sport, but it Mm -hmm. is also a sport. It is a competitive sport, which Mm -hmm. I got into maybe when I was like 10. I'd been doing it for maybe like four or five years, Mm -hmm. maybe even less than that. I don't know, maybe like eight or something. I like Mm -hmm. got into doing it competitively, um, which felt really good good i think you know bringing the competition back into it did reintroduce like the gendered aspect of it because mm-hmm. you compete boys and girls men and women senior mm-hmm. men senior women junior boys junior girls but 
with gymnastics, you are learning very different things mm -hmm. when you are being trained in a specific gender. Whereas like this sport, it's like everybody does the exact same thing. So mm -hmm. like the community of training around it was mm -hmm. not gendered. So that mm -hmm. felt really like freeing and beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, and so I started competing. And this is where I'll plug my my shit <laughs> because this is, this is my this is my flex and I'm always pulling on people. But um, I am like six year like six time six year in a row like national champion um, for, in, for in in the wheel thing and the wheel um, in the wheel <laughs> thing in the wheel thing. We're just gonna call it the wheel thing because I'm no, like that's the epitome of the, yeah, the, epitome. the wheel. So I have won. I was the best I, six years in a row. The, 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 the wheel. You know, <laughs> have you seen that Sapphire commercial? <laughs> Period. Have you seen that that little thing? That that's me. That's me. That's me. Number one. Me. Right. Number one. They didn't um, see me. That's why they they didn't see me. So they didn't. You know. I don't know how they. Did, I don't know how I didn't. I missed the the ad. You know. The right. Ad for it. But, it <laughs> but that could have been me. But it could have been me if they wanted and to they go. They would have had to pay me double. If they wanted to go with a winner, they <laughs> right. would have gone with yeah. me. But you know, um, oh, not talking crazy. shit on my friend. No. For but sure. um, and then I am third as of 2016. I am third in the world. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Which is um, super random and like thing like people see me and know me now in Chicago as like a model, as a tattoo artist, as a person that works at nightlife. And mm -hmm. I'm like this little secret that I have in the background right, that like, like other little very life. few people know about. I'm mm -hmm. like it, it feels kind of f funny to bring it up when mm -hmm. people because I'm like. People are like, what do you, you know, people, you meet people out and they're like, what do you do? And for me, that's like, that's like a eight, 10 minute conversation. Mm -hmm. um, or sorry, uh, monologue. Um, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> where I have to run through all the mm -hmm. fucking shit that I'm doing all the time. Me and my billion fucking jobs. Um, but, and then I always, it's always like tattoo artist, model, nightlife, blah, 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 blah. And I run through that. And then at the very end, I'm like, oh yeah, I used to be, used to be a circus performer for like 15 years. And then people are like, what? Are, who are you? Right, like, like, what is going on? Up. And I'm like, I'm drunk right now. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's that's who I am. No, were you performing were like with anyone? Like, um, I didn't perform with any um, like bigger troops mm -hmm. per se. Um, I was a part of this organization called. Um, honestly, I'm not even gonna plug it because I got beef with them. Oh, and that's also, fair. Like, no, no worries. But you were part of another. Road, I was yeah. part of. I was part of this organization that um, I was in from like. Mm, I don't know, five until 18. It was a mm -hmm. youth circus. Mm -hmm. So I performed with them. Mm -hmm. um, I also, when I started doing competition stuff, my coach, um, he runs his own separate circus practice outside mm -hmm. of the circus practice that we both met in that I was doing until I was 18. Mm -hmm. And so he was doing his own circus thing. And so I started performing with that group with as them. well. Mm -hmm. um, and then I've also done, like I've worked at a lot of the circuses in Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, there's, you know, MSA Circus Arts, um, which I have like performed at before. They had used to have this um, cab like I don't know, not cabaret, but um, I don't even know what to call it. Like a compilation show, a bunch mm -hmm. of different performers doing a bunch of different apparatuses mm -hmm. um, called Fly By Night that I used to perform at frequently in like mm -hmm. I want to say 2018, 19, something mm -hmm. like that. And then when I moved to New York um, in 2016, I was working for a circus out there called The Muse, mm -hmm. um, which is a really amazing space. Um, and they had these like burlesque shows that I would perform in sometimes. Um, then I started doing some more like nightlife performing in New York, doing mm -hmm. lots of like burlesque aerial kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. there's this club in New York, they had like a aerial hoop over the bar and really it was like, I got paid $500 a night to sit there and like just, just like kind of like, loop, like, and just 
spin loop around. and like spin around and sometimes like do a little thing, grab somebody's drink, hit the spin, give it to them. That mm-hmm. was super fly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> men started to be like, hey, can I see your toes? And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I gotta I go. I mean, considering the whole setup, you know, yeah, it was bound, like, it was it was bound, bound to go, it was bound to go to this way, right? <laughs> um, but it was, I, I did do a bit of that in New York. I did retire, like officially retire from performing at 20 because due to like, I did get really injured for many, many, many years. Mm. Um, and I was super dedicated to being a circus performer. So I just kind of always was pushing through and like mm. not really letting things heal properly. Mm-hmm. And I also grew up with a lot of like dietary restrictions that didn't allow my like bones to like grow healthfully and properly. And mm. so when I was 20, I got diagnosed with like osteopenia, mm-hmm. which is like a very, very mild form of osteoporosis, mm-hmm. um, which is fucking is so embarrassing to be like 20, 21 years old and be like, yeah, like my bones. <laughs> I got <laughs> fucking osteoporosis. Right. Like, all right, grandma, you know? Right. Um, um, but I had to stop doing that. I still will like teach from time to time. It hasn't really happened since like the for a while, like pre-pandemic, I was teaching from time to time. It hasn't really happened since then, mm-hmm. especially because I'm like, I'm way too busy now to like do no, literally yeah, yeah. anything. Um, but it was like really one of the most beautiful, amazing experiences of my life. I loved being in the circus. It was, it was just, I don't know. It's really, it's cool as a person that is super body centric and like, my body is really important to me. The way I mm-hmm. present my body, the way that I depict my body is really important to me. It was just this really beautiful expression of what I was feeling that mm-hmm. I wasn't able to like vocalize, you know, mm-hmm. like it just, and I didn't really realize this until like years and years later, but I was like, oh, I was releasing shit when I performed. Yeah. Um, and so it was just, I don't know. It's, it, I'm, I look back on that time and I'm like, that was really, that was really amazing. And I'm like, that's a really crazy way to grow up. <laughs> no, I mean, like yes, a circus performer. No, yeah, that's like, uh, no, yeah, that, yeah, no, totally. Um, no, right, but yeah, I mean, yeah, intrinsically, you ended up finding some sort of like, can, like finding what you sort of needed. Yeah, absolutely. In, in, like in your formative years. Yeah, yeah, like definitely. It, it like very much in a lot of ways shaped me. It definitely like. I still see and feel and hear the ways in which I interact with other people being inspired or influenced by that, mm-hmm. you know, of like circus is like this very f- physicalized version of community, you know, mm-hmm. it's like it's this it teaches you lots of lessons about learning how to rely on other people because it's like if you're in a pyramid, for mm-hmm. example, you're standing like on three people as a base and then two people in the middle and then you're on top mm-hmm. like you need to learn it teaches you at a lo- at a young age how to like articulate what you need mm-hmm. and trust those around you um, yeah. and communicate with others until you can trust them around mm-hmm. you and and really develop this sense of like community that does very much rely on one another because I'm like if you guys like don't do what you're supposed to do right. this whole Someone's thing falling, is gonna yeah. fucking crumble and mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna get fucking hurt right I'm the one at the top uh, I'm, in the, I'm, I'm at the top mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where I like to stay you know <laughs> at the top <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um, I was always at the top because like I said earlier I was you not fuck, I was fucking tiny I was like 85 pounds of like ah you know yeah. like, <laughs> just um, flinging yourself just around throwing myself around yeah um, but it was great it was great and wonderful I met some of like my closest friends through that and I got to travel I used to go to like Germany um, during my spring break um, to go to this like when you are competing in the wheel thing and you get into the finals, you get invited to this like 
in the wheel thing. The fact that you keep calling it that is just so like, funny. We're just going to call it the wheel thing because I'm wheel like, thing. I could call it like wheel the, gymnastics right. or like acro wheel or like German right, but wheel. The wheel thing. But the yeah. wheel thing feels kind of cute. No, yeah. Um, when you get into, when you're competing on an international level and you get into the finals, they they invite you to this camp. So I used mm-hmm. to go to this camp with one of my best friends in Taunusstein, which is about like an hour or so outside of Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. And it was just be all people doing this. And we it would be like the best coaches from the, like all of the countries that were competing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I got to build like international community with like lots of people at a very young age. I met my like pseudo, my chosen family, big sister, Nozomi through that. She was my coach for a while. There's this mm-hmm. like super cute, if you look it up on the internet, if you Google Jackson Masada, the first, the only videos really that will come up will, it'll be my tattoo page. And then it will be videos <laughs> of me doing, <laughs> me doing circus. And there's this really cute video from the world championships in 2013, which was actually held in Chicago. Mm-hmm. of me doing my little routine. And I was like, this is my first international competition. I was like 14, mm-hmm. almost 15, mm-hmm. um, which I'm like, if y'all need proof that I was short, there it is. Also right. proof, maybe you all <laughs> should watch it because I used to, I mean, I'm built like one of those now, like one of those car dealership inflatable people, you know? <laughs> That's also what I look like at the club. Um, but when I was 13, girl was packing ass. She was, it was little bubble butt and I like look back and then I'm like fuck god like, damn it it's like why um, couldn't that just why could, like, forever the legs grew but why couldn't have that right, grow exactly. like yeah, that's kind of fucked of, up yeah that was all legs it That'll was be, all legs it was, was growing it, it was yeah. all legs but you know what maybe God is sitting up there being like this is the point where we need to disrespect her a little bit and maybe one of these <laughs> days he's gonna give me an ass the booty back like, yeah maybe fingers crossed hey God give Jackson the booty back <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> god, hey God if you're there yeah. I would like my ass Listening. Back, please. <laughs> hey, if you're listening, God. <laughs> God's the um, only one listening. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, you're telling me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, that's so, no, that's, um, no, it's just interesting because, yeah, I feel like you going from that to like, well, now tattooing and like, how long have you been fit tattooing now? So, I, I mean, professionally, like uh, almost three years. It'll be three years next mm-hmm. month. Um, so, did you start during pandemic? I started professionally during the pandemic, during 2020. Gotcha. Um, but I started tattooing myself when I was like 13 or 14. Like that mm-hmm. was when I gave myself my first tattoo because it was super, po- like hand poke tattoos were all the rage. Believe you know? me, like, yeah, I know. Everybody, yeah. everybody who is in their 20s to 30s knows mm-hmm. about fucking I mean, hand poke. I feel like, yeah, the second, well, yeah, I feel like the second you got to like, junior year of high school everyone was just like let's, yeah. let's all stick let's, each other let's like poke india ink into each right. other's skin exactly, you know yeah. like um, i found this you guys want to try it yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> i just read this WikiHow article yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys interested yeah um which is exactly what i did um but i started tattooing myself when i was young because i was just honestly i think it was kind of the beginning of my like transition almost mm-hmm. like i think around the time that i started tattooing myself was like around the time that I I was I was being like seen as a girl from a very young age, mm. even though I wasn't necessarily identifying that way. But mm-hmm. I think that was it. Kind of corresponded with like me understanding my own gender, my own mm-hmm. body, and my own you know like queerness or whatever the fuck. And so I think I got into this like beat or this vibe of just being like, okay, I think I really want to take take control of my body, like mm-hmm. feel some autonomy. Also, it's around the age of puberty, mm-hmm. which is heavy and tense for trans people, for everybody, but mm-hmm. especially for trans people. Um, and so it kind of just started doing that. And I was doing little, you know, hand poke tattoos. And my friends, 
would get them in high school. They'd be like, can you give me a tattoo? I'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would whip out my little like crayon box of like mm-hmm. fucking supplies and be like, let me burn this safety pin really quick and uh, <laughs> d- d- drop it in a glass of alcohol and we're just going to go right, crazy. we're going to go for it. Yeah. Um, and I, to God for no infections. Honestly, like the fact that I didn't give anyone hep C or well, anything. Right, like nothing bad, yeah. It's like crazy. I'm, well, there's also so many. I feel like, I mean, I know a lot of people who just like have just dumb stuff Dumbs. that that just fully lucked out. Right. I mean, I feel like you have to be working under really terrible really, conditions. Really, 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 really. It's like, it okay, like, we just finished. Let's rub it into the ground. A yeah, little. exactly. See what's happening? Yeah. Have and you then tried cough s- on it yeah. once? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe just like next time you pee, just no toilet paper, just wipe mm-hmm. it. With right. It, you yeah. Know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. It's definitely diff- very hard to get a tattoo infected. Which I'm like, I did have one tattoo get infected, and I was like. Not one that I did, mm-hmm. um, one that I got on myself. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is crazy. I didn't really think this. It's just like really hard mm-hmm. to make happen. But, you know, it's good that everybody thinks that it's really easy to make it happen. So well, that, right. You like, should. Yeah. Take care of your you know, shit. So, yeah. yeah right. If you're a tattoo care. artist, get yeah. that cap aside, spray right. your shit down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think really like t- three years ago when I really started tattooing, it was in like I- months and months during the pandemic, I was going through a lot of physical changes. I had like... R- restarted taking hormones properly and like regulated this time Mm -hmm. and I was going through a lot of changes I was feeling very like emotionally all over the place Mm -hmm. and so I think my way of grounding myself was just tattooing myself and Mm -hmm. being like I'm just gonna like my body is changing I'm just going to like really lean into that and like really lean into the autonomy of my own body Mm -hmm. um and I gave myself basically like half of a sleeve mm-hmm. in like three months. Mm-hmm. And then my friend, Sky Dirt Farm on Instagram, um, <laughs> book with her because she's amazing. Mm-hmm. She was like, have you thought about maybe doing this like full time? I was working a really shitty job at the time that I was really trying to leave. And she was mm-hmm. like, have you thought about like maybe doing this as a job? And I was like, no, I don't, I don't really think I'm good enough. Like, I don't know. I kind of just like I'm doing this for me. And she was like, you might want to think about it because your job sucks. And like, this could be mm-hmm. a thing for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK. So I made a tattoo Instagram and I posted it and I immediately, very luckily, just got very booked up because mm-hmm. I think I know so many people here and everyone was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I want a tattoo for 35 bucks. Right. You know? And like, yeah, the price just, was right. The price was right. The price was right. <laughs> and honestly, I look back and I was like, I, w- I think back on that time and I was like, oh, I was so bad. And I was like, I really wasn't. I'm a lot better now. But mm-hmm. like, those aren't terrible tattoos. I don't feel like people are walking. There are, if you got tattooed by me in high school, I'm super sorry. Um, <laughs> but it, like, after I'm like they're they're decent um mm-hmm. and so I kind of just like well yeah just that whole practice though too of like even getting started I mean one it's like yeah they're definitely like I'm seeing these like themes of connection of just like a lot of the things that you've been drawn to have been like body focus body and like focused. just like also sort of breaking the rules of like what bodies should feel yes. like and you know what I mean you very That's much try like to so find real, yeah. other neat you know what I mean it's like no this is this doesn't have to be this it's gonna be this you know what I mean and I'm gonna draw it on me and make sure that it looks <laughs> right. forever and it's gonna be this forever <laughs> right exactly <laughs> but I also feel like the um just even getting started in it I mean it I feel like it just just comes from just like okay we're fucking around and yeah now, like, we're drunk and people are letting me do this exactly. and now and now it's my job mm-hmm. <laughs> um and it's also been like my family is Japanese and so getting to tattoo especially hampo because i work as a hampo artist Mm -hmm. has been really like really allowed me to connect with like my ancestral lineage Mm -hmm. in this way that i didn't really see coming at all because like you know all traditional japanese tattoos which like 
everybody knows about white people love. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so funny. White, I was, people love. white people love. I was so tangent, tangent, another million tangent. I was at um, Kazuki Ramen the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like the one, like not in Wicker, the one somewhere right, else. I was like the one in Wicker Park. No, not the one in Wicker Park. <laughs> there was like it was like somewhere else. I went to go see Bottoms with my friend. Oh, loved. Oh my god, um, I'm still gonna see. Oh no, my yeah. god, it's amazing. I want to talk about fails. I was this close. We were literally 20 minutes about to park and I was with a friend of mine and she was like, oh, fuck, I think I left a bunch of shrooms out because she was cat sitting (laughs) for another friend of ours. She was like, oh, I meant to grab them and I think they're just sitting on the table. And I was like, well, let's go back. (laughs) I was like, you came back and the cat's like, hey. cats are fine. Yeah, cats were totally fine. I was like, okay, well, I guess we're going to go see my big fat Greek wedding three. Like, that's like, like, that's all that's playing now. So imagine if you came home and they go. had eaten the mushrooms and you like walk in and they're like in English, they're like, what the fuck? Right. Exactly. And you're like, oh, like, oh wait. Damn. Right. Like that's not how this is supposed to oh, work. Right. <laughs> you're supposed to be hallucinating, not me. <laughs> but yeah, no. Oh my God. Um, but sorry, continue. <laughs> oh, I was on the, I was on my, <laughs> tangent to tangent to tangent. Yeah. Um I was at Kazuki Ramen the other day and I walked in with my friend. It's only it's only white people working in there. And both of them literally like hands together they're like konnichiwa and i was like no what <laughs> no i don't care if that's in the in the employee like, I handbook don't. i don't <laughs> I care if like, they said that's how you're supposed to no you say hello and I, yeah, you right say hello or, or just be normal and ignore me like, right right <laughs> just just let me sit down so funny and i looked up i looked at my friend i was like what is this real Mm, this is so funny um but anyways it's tattooing has been this like really beautiful process of getting to like deeply connect with my um lineage because i grew up i grew up japanese but my dad is a japanese person that grew up in the 50s and 60s post-world war ii america Mm. and so his parents whitewashed the fuck out of him Mm. um like not entirely but in a lot of ways, like didn't really give him a but lot there of. There was a heavy yeah. influence on it, or a push to assimilate. Exactly, yeah, there was a heavy on. push yeah. to assimilate, mm-hmm. um, and then that kind of transformed my dad's kind of mentality of being like he grew up in this really diverse like friend group where he was like, I'm not assimilating, but I'm not identifying with my particular culture because it doesn't mean that much to me. I'm like developing mm-hmm. a person to person kind of thing, which is like cool and I fuck with, but that's just, mm-hmm. I felt, I was always feeling kind of like lacking in that department of feeling like I didn't have enough information around that. And so I started like maybe, I don't know, I would say like a year into me tattooing, I started making a habit of going to the Harold Washington Library mm-hmm. downtown and just like sitting there and looking at books on traditional Japanese tattooing, mm-hmm. traditional Japanese block prints, traditional um, Japanese art forms. And mm-hmm. then it kind of trans like kind of expanded outwards into like looking at manga and realizing, oh, I used to read a lot of manga as a kid. And now that's is very much informs the way that I draw and the way that I create mm-hmm. um, and starting to look at a lot more like avant garde anime things like Satoshi Khan's work and. And like other things like, you know, along the lines of like, you know, paprika or think movies like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's allowed me to kind of like both really increase my technical skill in mm-hmm. tattooing by mm-hmm. doing all this research and then also connecting with my own like culture, culture yeah, culturally, which yeah. is just like really nice. No. Yeah. No. I Because, yeah. Wait. Wh- uh, how old your dad? 
Oh, Jesus. Like, 66? <laughs> the way he's, oh, Jesus. I'm like, it's his birthday next month. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, Sorry, dang. Dad, if you're listening. Um, 60-something. Um, 66, 67, somewhere around that age. For sure. Um, no, yeah, because, uh, no, totally. My dad's a little bit older. My dad's in his, se- my dad's 77. Okay. But I feel like, but no, I just feel like there was a time, though, where it was just like, okay, it's easier to sort of, like, take on the American culture and sort of get on. And so, like, especially having somewhat older parents for yeah. our age, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you kind of, like, see that sort of, like, skip yeah. in, like, generation. You yeah, know? Like, totally. they're coming to us where it's like, okay, well... I'm kind of like learning some of this on my own. And yeah. it's not like my dad was, and it's not like I didn't grow up in a house that wasn't like pro-black and my dad wasn't like, you know what I mean? Right, Feeding no, exactly. Things, but it was also at the same time too, I can see like his thinking sometimes is like it's easier to just like get on, even though he's like, he's still making a whole ass scene, but like it's easier to get on As in some do. way. Right, it's easier to like get on and like, uh, you know, fit in in whatever way than to like, push it too hard right right and that's i think oftentimes like i think especially parents of that certain age are like less so invested in like the kind of social like the the social pressure to kind of be deeply aligned with your own like heritage and more being like what's gonna make your life easier right you know it's like i think that's kind of like of that time right they're like we're going to give you advice we're going to move in this way of being like we just want your life we want to remove the shit Mm -hmm. that doesn't need to fucking be there exactly you know sometimes you don't necessarily are, you're not necessarily acting within your own moral center, but it's mm-hmm. like you're acting within your own self-prioritization of being like, this is right, going to make my life yeah, easier right now. Per- yeah, yeah, just preservation. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, no. And totally. preservation culture, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah, tattooing is tattooing is beautiful. And I think, again, like you're saying, like everything that I do is very body-centric. And mm-hmm. I think like I'm not really at this point in time I'm not invested. And I think when I first started, I was, and now I'm not. I'm not the actual tattoo means I think the least to me mm-hmm. about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I think like I am a person that has like struggled really deeply and like massively and and primarily in feeling like I didn't have autonomy over my body. I didn't mm-hmm. have control over my body. Mm-hmm. Part of that is growing up queer. Part of that is growing up trans. Part of that is just growing the fuck up. But I think my approach to tattooing is one, this allows me a creative outlet that I get paid for, which is beautiful and amazing Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes stressful, but like holistically awesome. Um, And also allows me to like work within my priorities, which is like to promote body autonomy for everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm like mostly invested in being like, I want you to come to to our session Mm -hmm. and I want to make you feel comfortable. I want to make you feel good. I Mm want to make you feel like powerful about what, about yourself and the mm-hmm. way in your actual physical form because mm-hmm. anyone coming to get tattoos cares about the way that their body looks or right. like cares about their body you know right. nobody who doesn't give a shit about their body is like paying money to adorn it you know mm-hmm. um so i think i'm i don't i'm not i'm not trying to be the best fucking tattooers out there i'm not trying to be the most technically talented i am tr- always trying to push myself to be better but right. like i'm mostly like if someone like had a really good time with me during our session, felt mm-hmm. connected, felt happy, felt safe, felt mm-hmm. comfortable, especially in tattooing when there's so much, mm-hmm. there's so much bullshit, especially other weird, for, the other yeah, weird, there's just like so much bullshit yeah. that happens. And I hear mm-hmm. so many stories from my clients being like, 
having like really fucked up tattoo experiences mm-hmm. and I'm like that fucking sucks mm-hmm. this shouldn't like well it's like you know the, like the bitch that ends up with fucking some shit on her forehead and yeah. there's like why did why did like why? you're clearly having some sort of episode why did who signed off right on this? or like people coming and being like yeah it was like two hours and my tattoo artist wouldn't let me take a break and I was like they wouldn't let you take a break it's your yeah. body babe you should be doing whatever the fuck you right. want to do um so I don't know. I think like now I feel very centered in my practice of being like, this is not about tattooing as much as it is about like almost like social work. And I don't mean that in the context of like what's, you know, the the mm-hmm. job of social work, but like mm-hmm. work that is social. But building community within, yeah. Within exactly. Standing firm and, and feeling yourself. Exactly. And no, totally. You know, bag first. <laughs> bag eats as first. As long as the bag eats first, <laughs> we're doing social work. Yeah. Um. Yeah. As long as I'm getting paid, it's definitely social work. <laughs> you said every social worker ever. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. Because they're da- definitely rich. Yeah. I am the, ch- uh, my dad is a p- social worker, actually. <laughs> That's we should definitely be paying social workers less. Like 100%. Yeah. They, yeah it's a really it's over, like, it's overly, overly valued. Overly lucrative. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, like, can you save a little for the rest of us, right, please? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, they're eating like of the budgets go one, to work. Yeah. <laughs> eating like one almond for yeah, dinner, and yeah. they're like, "I helped someone today." Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my little tattoo beat. Like, that's mm-hmm. I. I love. I love tattooing. It's really. I literally just came from a tattoo. Came here, record mm-hmm. this podcast. About to go back, do another tattoo. Oh no, yeah. Well, no, yeah. I would say between the cross of like, yes, circus tattooing, um, creating like nightlife spaces, dance spaces mm-hmm. for people, like all of these sort of things, sort of like touch on the same. Like there, like you were saying earlier, how you're able to sort of like combine these sort of like worlds, yes. other things that you're looking for. That's You've ex- done a very good, thank you, job of that. That's exactly like. Wow, we're really fucking up the theme today, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> So speaking of failure, I have right. none. Jax has none. I'm actually, uh, Jax is perfect, as you can see. He's giving winning. <laughs> yeah. winning. And by winning, I mean I'm doing what Charlie Sheed was doing. No. <laughs> um, oh, my God. That was crazy. That was a crazy moment. Wait, what? When, do you remember when Charlie Sheed was out here being like winning oh, all the time? Yeah, and he was yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. being on meth. Well, that was our, um, that was like our entrance that was just preparing us for trump to be honest with you it was just like one guy just like rattling yeah. off sayings and we're all like this is crazy yeah. you know what I mean? yep. did you hear that donald trump is selling merch now with his mug oh, shop yeah. on he, it what? He, okay he's on the internet he sees us all talking he knew we were gonna want it that's why we can't win that's why we can't yeah. win with like you can't you cannot own that man you cannot make him look bad because he will he will take you could say whatever you want and he'll put it on a t-shirt yeah. he'll put on a bumper sticker and he'll pretend like he's in on the joke isn't it crazy the career arc from being like i'm i'm on i'm running the world's freakiest weird show Mm -hmm. (laughs) fucking celebrity apprentice was freaky right now i have nuclear codes now please buy my merch right like like please buy my my fucking (laughs) mugshot mugshot merch which to be honest with you and i didn't get it there were two things i wanted for for my birthday this year was um do you know jocelyn hernandez no. From Love and Hip Hop Miami. Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, she's got, she's got a mugshot t-shirt okay. right now that's out that she's that she's promoting. I got to say it's probably not doing as well as his are, but I was like I kind of want both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want both. I feel like you should. and I'll secretly I'll secretly wear it. I don't know that I really want his face. What if you did like a thing where it's like you got both and then you cut like the Actually, back. can you tattoo that on me please? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted yeah. a butt tattoo. Can okay. it be Donald Trump? <laughs> Donald Trump's mugshot on a mug. 
that's what we're <laughs> yeah, gonna on do. A mug, on my butt. Speak. We love body autonomy. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. I um, want to feel empowered. You should wear like the the Jocelyn Hernandez shirt and mm-hmm. the Donald Trump shirt, but cut the backs off of them, keep the collar on, so you can have him in the front and her right, in the back. Exactly. Just like speaking oscillate. of combining things, you talk, you know? yeah, bringing worlds together. <laughs> bringing worlds, yeah. Speaking of bringing worlds together, do it like it's my B day, baby. <laughs> do it like it's my B day. Um, no, yeah. Oh my God, what a day. This is no. This what, has been what great. What a time. What a time. No, yeah. This has been lovely. I, yeah. I, I feel like we. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't really know what you failed at, but you've done a lot. Oh, there's been a lot. <laughs> There's been a lot. There's um, been a lot of failures. Do we want to talk sure. about failures? Do we want to talk about... Do you have one story you'd like to... Is oh, there... I've got... Yeah, I mean, yes. Yes. <laughs> this, this is not like the biggest failure, but kind of... Just so we can... Just so we can show just... what a normal person is. Yeah, right. <laughs> just, this is definitely giving normal person. Yeah. So I got... This was a minute ago. I got... A while ago, I got too drunk at um, this bar. Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went home that night at like four in the morning and the girl that I was sleeping with at the time. <laughs> okay. It also just sounds like you're bragging. <laughs> no, no, no. This is someone def- who hasn't had sex all summer. <laughs> I'd be fucking. I'd be right. winning and fucking. Yeah, yeah 100%. exactly. Yeah. Um, we you are act- pulling wait, a full, yeah. full Charlie yeah. Sheen. I am yeah. pulling a full Charlie <laughs> Sheen. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, continue. For I'm sure. sorry. I'm sorry um, to interrupt I do live. I know. You're I live totally like, I live normal like a story. Super, se- like a super, 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 super sexually active life. Mm-hmm. Um, so hit me up. You know. <laughs> um, I'm like, chances are I'm down. Hey, that's the goal for um, me on the right, podcast. Right, right. I'm trying. Hit me. Hit me. Or Kenya up. Kenya up first. Hit Kenya up first. If you're trying to again drag the genitals on the right, stomach, yeah, do that. Exactly. If you're trying to do this really crazy thing that I'm about to tell you, then <laughs> hit me up. But anyways, I am going. I come home. She's at my house already. And she had just Did like Did she break in? No, no, no. She, <laughs> she had a key. She had <laughs> We got window shattered. Right. Window shattered is a ladder You're outside like, my totally window. Normal. She's laying in my bed like, like this naked, is my like, fantasy. Hey. Yeah. This is my um, fantasy. But She's at my house and she was into, she was really into Shibari, like, like being tied up, being tied up Mm -hmm. or I'm not so into like, that's not necessarily my beat, but I'm like, I'm down, I'm game for pretty much anything. Mm -hmm. So she was high on mushrooms and I was drunk as fuck. And she was like, let's fuck. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay. And so she tied me up and I'm trashed and halfway through us fucking, she's like, the shrooms are hitting Oh no! I don't know where your nipples went, and I was like, "Oh, oh no, no!" And I was if like, "If you don't know where those were, then you definitely know where like, the knots are." So. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I was like, "Let's stop! Let's stop!" And so we stop, mm-hmm. and she's trying to untie me for a second, but she's like really on Going mushrooms. Going through it, yeah. And I like was so drunk. That's wild that you let this person tie you up. I would have been like, "Um, why don't we wait till the morning?" <laughs> failure, failure, absolutely failure. It just gets worse. Um, we. Like I'm like we like uh, let's stop because this is uh, you're you can't see my nipples and I'm like quite literally maybe gonna throw up mm-hmm. so like let's just stop and go to bed mm-hmm. and so she was trying to untie me for a minute and could not figure out how to do it like she <laughs> fucked up and couldn't figure out how to do it so I was like at, like I gave her thirty minutes and I was like honestly babe fuck this and I was like we're just gonna sleep like this mind you I'm tied up like arms to my side legs crossed like foot <laughs> behind the other foot mm-hmm. so I'm like really tied up and I was like, like that's just how it's gonna this be this is just how it's gonna be tonight 
And so we got <laughs> like a, if I lose blood flow, yeah, I'm 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 I was like, like if, I was like my hand is honestly, numb, but yeah. so am I. So you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we go to bed. We wake up in the morning, and I've been fucking this girl for like I don't know, like two, like f- four, four or five months at the time, mm. and. She's a really cute sleeper, like really, 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 really cute sleeper, which is like my beat. I love fucking cute sleepers. That's my happy thing because I'm over here sleeping like, <sighs> you know, like it's just giving one long six hour sigh. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's super cute. And I'm like, I'm I'm I don't want to wake her up. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I have to pee, but I'm going to figure this out. I got out of bed fell over face first, hit my nose on the <gasps> ground, gave myself Ooh. two black eyes and then still didn't wake her up and she did she didn't wake up through it um and i had to get from my bed to the bathroom which was like down a hallway <laughs> and so i had to like figure out how to like open the door at, of my bedroom tied and then up. tied up and then i kind of did like an inchworm kind of motion to the bathroom i would have just woken her up <laughs> <laughs> honestly i'm super surprised that my like, roommate right. at the time didn't wake up either right. and so i get to the bathroom and I'm like, oh, I don't know how to get on the toilet. Like, I don't know how right, to get like on how the toilet. I get myself up so here. I worm myself into the tub it, to the I point that I'm head. laying face down in the tub. Oh my <laughs> this God. This is a Jax. huge failure. Face down in the tub and I'm like, it's, this Just is it. Just going. This is it. I didn't realize that my roommate had taken a bath the day, the night before. So the drain was clogged. So oh. then I peed in the tub and then just yes. laid in my own piss for about an hour until she woke up to come to the bathroom. And then she was like, what happened to you? And I was like, it's been a long morning. <laughs> it's been a really long morning. Oh my God. So Okay, well, you know what? Speaking of failure. You yeah, maybe you aren't winning all the time. I'm not you know winning what I mean? all the time. <laughs> I'm not winning all the time. I'm definitely not winning all the time. <laughs> I'm not. Oh I'm God. 100% not winning all the time. <laughs> no, yeah, um, noted. No, that, that one was a big. That was an L for sure. Yeah, that's a huge, it, that's, L. That's a huge it's L. It's a huge wet huge. L. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we like to end this podcast on uh, words of affirmation, a quote, a song that you listen to, things that when you're you know when you're stuck in the tub and uh, no one can get you out um if there's something you tell yourself to just keep going that's what i'm gonna start telling people when i'm like struggling i'm gonna be like i'm stuck in the tub stuck in the tub in in my own piss in a bath of my own yeah exactly yeah um but no yeah we like to we like to uh send the listeners off with just a like like is there something you tell yeah it's like kind of like the mantra it's like i know it's like real hard this is a hard transition for you um (laughs) but if there's uh something that you tell yourself or like something you've heard in the past that you're just like that. This this sounds like a joke, but really, this, <laughs> it, it's not. And okay. I mean this truly authentically. I stay telling myself all of the time, being like, that's not my business. That's not my business. That's what I've been saying to myself for like, I think recently, this is like mm-hmm. a six month development yeah. of being like, there's so much shit that I feel like I get caught up in, mm-hmm. especially with like other people. I'm just like, you know, the way that other people are seeing you, the way that other people are behaving, the other way that people are acting towards yeah. you, the other shit that people are doing. And it like stresses me out. And so yeah. oftentimes I'm just like, when things start to go weird and I start to feel weird about that shit, I'm like, it's mm. not my business. It's yeah. not my business. And then sometimes even like with my own shit of being like dealing with, you know, my own personal garbage of just mm-hmm. being like, that's not my business right mm-hmm. now. Like right now, this is my business. That's not right, my business. This is my focus. Sometimes right it now. gets too far, and I'm like, 
I need to respond to my tattoo emails. And I'm like, that's not my business. And then I'm right. like, no, 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 that actually is 100%. No, wait, now it's a problem. That is your right. business. No, that's yeah, exactly that's what that is. Hey, we talked about the bag's got to eat. The bag's got to eat. The bag's got to eat. Make that your eat. business, bitch. Oh, um, no, totally. Well, but I don't know. That's, that's one that I'd be saying all the time. No, that's a good one. I feel like I've... Um, I feel like that's been incorpor- I feel like that's been incorporated in my thinking too lately. It's just like this is it's not that's not the time. Yeah, you know it's I mean? not the time. It's not the time it's right like now. Just de-escalating right. the intense thoughts that mm-hmm. are like actually not contributing mm-hmm. anything to you. Like mm-hmm. that's really what it is. No, totally. No, that's great. Hey, you did it. You transitioned out of pee into boom, something motivational. Look boom. at you. She really can do anything, folks. She really can. She's a winner. Uh- <laughs> She's a winner. She's absolutely a winner. That and that's what I said to myself in the tub. I said, "This is not my." business right exactly <laughs> uh well on that note Jax, is how can we find you where is there anything you got coming up anything you want to um, let the people know about i uh what what is going on i'm i've my tattoo books are open i'm mm-hmm. moving to new york in uh january because mm-hmm. i got a bunch of modeling opportunities out there so i'm gonna go oh do God, that shut up out there <laughs> Um, which I'm really fucking excited. I'm just going to keep plugging myself since we're not oh, talking yeah. about failure. Um, and this is actually a self brag podcast. Right, yeah, um, it's called bragging. Also, my vagina is gorgeous. Um, you know, like, <laughs> there, I got a lot of things to say. Um, um, but I am, if you're in New York and you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to be in New York at the end of this month for a brief little tattoo stint. I'm going to be and This guesting. is September right now. This is just September. So people know. Sep- <laughs> cool. Just so totally. People know. When this comes out, um, Chicago, if you're around and you're listening, and this is you know this is September and you're listening and it's September on the 30th this month I'll be tattooing at this little pop-up um, DIY backyard party situation mm-hmm. I just posted on my Instagram my tattoo Instagram is yucky underscore soba which is so fucking stupid when people come up to me be like are you yucky soba I'm like girl who the fuck is that <laughs> like what I know I'm a person right. I'm not an Instagram no, handle yeah, I know I do that all the time I always confuse people's Instagram handles for their names especially tattoo and artists then, well, yeah, and then I'm just like oh blah blah and they're like that who and right. like oh it's, a, like, sorry Right. I'm like, a client yesterday asked me, she was like, is that like how people refer to you? And I was like, do you really think people are out here calling me yucky? yucky. Right. (laughs) Honestly, like like that. I mean, honestly, I could see you could fully like take that on. Yeah, that could be your model. That's your yucky. Yeah. Yeah. Like, gross. Right. Like, what? (laughs) Get yucky. I'll yuck your yum. Fuck out of here. But yeah, my tattoo Instagram is yucky underscore soba. My regular Instagram is nothing jacks if a two x three x's i don't know a bunch of weird dots and dashes in there mm-hmm. you can find me there um i'm around you can find me in the streets of chicago yes, really more yeah. than anywhere else you can really <laughs> find me in the streets just uh, pop out i'm no mm-hmm. i'm always out mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm literally always yes, out so if people want to find me i guess come to smart bar <laughs> <laughs> I guess I say that with a heavy heart. No. <laughs> you know, like I'm like I would love to not be at Smart Bar as much as I am. Love Smart Bar, but I'm like I would love to hey, not we'll cut that bowl. Yeah. Hey, Smart Bar, if you want to po- sponsor this yeah, episode, sp- sponsored by Smart Bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sp- sponsor me, Kenya, and this podcast. You no, know, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> independently. Yes, please. <laughs> um, well, no, but no. This has been a great episode. Yeah, this I has been a such time. a like oh, uh, once again another winding road, losers. Once again, <laughs> we've learned. So I love that. Okay, I was trying <laughs> to figure out. I was like calling was, the fans. What to call the fans? Yeah, I, losers I like is losers. Awesome. losers. I really is awesome. like losers. Um, 
but no yeah this has been uh no this has been another really good one thanks yeah. for sitting down oh with me God. thanks for chatting of course um, my first podcast i've never done this before it's crazy like with the headphones on i'm like i'm listening to a podcast but right it's, it's you it's just me i know and then when, it, <laughs> when the episode comes out i know it's 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 a whole mind fuck but it's great I've, but no but thanks thank, for having me yes of course <laughs> thank you thank you this has been another episode of failure with me kenya alan like listen subscribe rate review we're on all the platforms we're on all the channels um like the right like the reels i don't know subscribe whatever this that <laughs> wherever wherever you see this click whatever buttons are around it okay um but no yeah my name is kenya lan this has been failure thank you so much Jax. thanks kenya bye guys bye. It could be worse.